0: Welcome to Better Naked, a podcast about learning what it means to show up as you are, not who you or anyone else thinks you should be. Life is hard sometimes, but pretending for the sake of maintaining an image is even harder. I'm your host, Shannon Christian, and you're free to undress here. So, I just started a new job and I've been thinking a lot about just career, our thoughts behind work, and how we're always throwing around terms about like passion and turn your passion into a paycheck and find your purpose and, you know, work being fulfilling. And I've been thinking a lot about how. I even feel about all of that. And I I think part of why I've been thinking about all of that to begin with is because I am a multi-passionate person, right? And I like a lot of things and I, and I don't think that I'm so unique in that, that I'm the only one, right? I think there are a lot of people who like a lot of things who are also talented in a lot of areas. And so when it comes down to it, career is often advertised as you need something that is like your niche, your lane, you know, you've got to have this one track mind. And I've always felt kind of alienated in that because I look at my resume and it is all over the place, right? Like I spent five years as a flight attendant for Delta. I was a process assistant in an Amazon warehouse. I was a nanny and literally taught one of the boys like school at the same time. So like, I'm like a nanny, I'm cleaning, I'm teaching. And then I became like an account development rep for a tech company. And then I, I got promoted to like a mid market team, you know, um, doing sales for that company. And I now am in sales again for like a knowledge management solution company. And so I think that like, I look back and I'm like, dang, like I've done so many things and I'm still not sure that any of them are like, you know, just the most exciting thing I've ever done. Like the most amazing thing I've ever done. And I think that it's just so interesting. The amount of pressure that is like culturally and societally put, societally, I don't know if that's a word, but we're going to go with it, put on the position that you take and kind of like just what you choose to do for a living. It's so interesting because even the like elitism that exists within that is so, it's just so interesting. Like I find that when I'm surrounded by like entrepreneurs, sometimes I have these weird feelings of like inadequacy, kind of like, okay, all of these people are making six figures, but they're setting their own schedules. They are, you know, building their own thing and then feeling like, is that something that I should be doing? And then you have people who have been very like one track minded in their careers, even if they don't work for themselves, like they kind of always knew what they wanted to do. And essentially, it was just a matter of executing because I think I think another pro, it I guess it's a pro and a con of people who kind of have this singular path is that it like, has to work out for them, essentially, because if it doesn't, they don't have anything else to fall back on. But then I find that sometimes being multi-passionate is what causes people like myself, in some cases, to not have the sense of focus in general that's necessary to execute um, in any one manner. And so let me make it clear when I say about focus, I have always shown up in any capacity, no matter what role I've had and done my absolute best. I poured into people the absolute best way that I could. I have been on time. I've been enthusiastic. I have done the best I could in that way. But I think that when it comes down to some personal goals or like wanting to do something that I'm passionate about, I found myself being stuck. And so what I really want to do is just take a few moments to encourage the people who are also multi-passionate or the ones who are stuck in cycles of comparison or just those of you who have like unconventional non-linear paths like myself, because we're always talking about like, oh, a dream job, like being fulfilled at work. So I kind of call BS on that a little bit. And I mean, you may not agree with me as it pertains to that, and that's okay. But I think, I think that A job or a career, I think you're only going to be fulfilled to a certain extent. And I think that expectations have to be set accordingly because I am not looking to work to be this like thing that just completes me. Do I need to make a check? Do I need to survive? Absolutely. Do I need to take care of myself? Absolutely does having money make it easier to do the things that you actually do care about? Yes. And so I think that like, I think those are the things that I kind of reframe my mind around. But one of the things I wanted to say is if you are trying to figure out what's next, right? My encouragement is to just do the thing that you know how to do. And I know that that sounds like very vague and like, okay, what? But what I mean is this, is don't be so afraid of doing the wrong thing that you do nothing. I I was at dinner the other night and we were all kind of just asking each other questions. And one of the questions was like, what is one of your biggest regrets in life? And I said that one of mine was kind of like just underestimating myself. And so not taking chances. So my regrets kind of didn't have to do with what I did. They had to do with what I didn't do. And so my encouragement is just like, Make a move so that if you are going to fail, which a lot of us are going to do, you can fail early. And that is whether you are failing, quote unquote, on a job or even in a business, because it really is no risk, no reward. Even people who feel like they have made a plan to the nines, right? life is still going to be life and stuff's still going to happen so you don't always have a way of just fail-proofing everything and so there's also not just fail early but fail forward you know um another i guess i guess word of advice that i would give is to trust yourself And don't underestimate your experience and your ability to navigate new space with what is seemingly old knowledge. And what I mean by that is if you find yourself looking at your resume or even if you're not looking at like a tangible document, right? If you are just reflecting on your life experience and it seems all over the place... I want you to look at that as a blessing and not a curse. Because just like there is something to be said about having like tenure and having like, I guess, seniority in a space, there's also something to be said about being well traveled. And I don't mean like just well traveled as it pertains to cities and countries and continents, but I mean well traveled as in the more you have seen and been exposed to in life, the more you can bring to the table in a specific space. And so just wanna encourage you to not doubt yourself in that in that way because I, I know from personal experience, I have done a lot of things that seem to have nothing to do with one another. But even I get surprised when I show up in a space and I realize how much something else prepared me for this current spot, like being a flight attendant taught me that I am great with people, that I can respond well under pressure, that I am great at time management. In five years, I literally had one report, one late report in five years. And so realizing, like, okay, punctuality and not just being on time, but being early, being professionally dressed, appearing well, right? Like, those are things that I'm good at. So it's like, I know how to show up. I know how to work hard. I know how to push myself. You know, when I was a flight attendant, if you were a flight attendant, then you're going to know. What I'm saying when I say this, but I flew some crazy hours. Like I would fly 120 to 160 hours on the regular. And I had coworkers who were just flying 70, 80 hours, but I knew a few things. One, I knew that there were things I wanted to do that just required money that I did not have. Right. So it's like I looked at it as, a way to say, okay, how can I maximize my earning potential at this time? And so it was like, all right, like I guess we're going to pick up some flights. And that was a lot of sacrifice. I was gone a lot. I was hardly ever home on weekends. I was hardly ever home on weekdays, but I also... I also got a lot of experience in that, like a a whole lot. One, travel is something that I'm extremely confident in. Solo travel is something that I am extremely confident in. And just being savvy with booking, with rebooking, with listing, everything, I just realized that like this is something that even though that role is over, can never be taken away from me. Working in a warehouse at Amazon and overseeing people who some of them were my age, like I learned that I do have great leadership skills. I learned that quality leadership morale is important to me. I learned that I can encourage other people to excel in what it is that they are doing. I learned that I'm great at admin work. So I think that you've got to start looking at where you've been and without just being like, having an attitude about the fact that it's over, whether it was like your decision or not, or if it was life, I think just being able to look and and start seeing how things are really applicable and realizing that no one can take your experiences from you. No one can take your knowledge from you. No one can take your skill set from you. So, regardless of how your titles ebb and flow, you are always gonna be you. And wherever you go, you take yourself with you. So I I really just wanted to encourage you in that, but I also wanted to talk about how. When you're a multi-passionate, there's a lot that you want. There's a lot that you are capable of. And I get that. I want to say that you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. Focus is essential. So going back to the first thing I said, when I said, when you don't know what to do next, do the next thing you know how to do. What I mean by that is that sometimes we overthink and by we I mean especially me like I know that I overthink so so vividly but one thing that I will say is that focus is so essential it's so valuable just making a decision and then putting in whatever actions accompany that decision and seeing how it pans out and kind of knowing like that I am not bound by this decision. I think sometimes that's like a, a fear thing that we we do in our own minds. Like we feel like, oh, like I don't wanna make this decision because what if X, Y, Z? But I think the more that you make decisions, the more you learn that making decisions is literally the only way that you see any kind of progress and being okay with what that looks like, being okay with it, not looking completely linear. You know, I have a passion project that I'm working on and I kind of don't like the phrase cause it just sound kind of like a yeah, passion project, but I have something that I've been literally wanting to work on or have been like trying to work on for almost two years, but I hadn't ever like brought things to fruition because I kept like getting in my own way, like, Oh, like, There's this and there's that. And I think that there have been some just very valid things that I've gone through in life that have prohibited things from being as far along as they could be. But I also just had a very real moment where I was like, I actually want to change my approach as it pertains to this whole thing, because the direction that I was headed in had a lot to do with me being a perfectionist had a lot to do with me feeling like I had to execute in a certain way and was also not necessarily going to be the wisest way for me to execute. So now this year, you know, I get to put a lot into play, into practice, but it also took time for my mindset to get there. When it comes to business, or to jobs, both ebb and flow. And there will be days that you love it and days that you hate it. That's why I hate the concept of like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's not true. I don't know why we say that. There are people who love what they do and it is absolutely still work. You ask people and it is it is still work. It is still going to be work. So this notion that like, Oh, something is for you. If you like feel amazing every day that you do it, if you feel like incredible, if your heart like skips a beat, if it just feels like you're like lot in life, then like, you know, you're in the right space. I get it. There are people who, if they don't have those feelings associated with what they're doing, they cannot do it. And so this is not a dig at those people. But what I am saying is use where you're at to help be a resource for where you want to be. If your job doesn't completely suck and allows you to pay your bills and to have excess, then start looking to how you can use that excess to fund what it is that you really care about. You know, because this is like the land of like the hustle and the side hustle and the grind don't stop. And like, personally, I'm not subscribing to none of that. The grind is going to stop and I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to get some good sleep and my phone's going to be on do not disturb. And that's just what it's going to be. And so I've had to learn to like set the necessary boundaries, but to also really stop comparing myself because all the people that I compare myself to. Everyone has their own struggle, their own way that they are trying to navigate business or a job and scale. And a lot of people have paths that are all over the place. You might look at people that have a specialty or a set profession and feel like, oh, they always knew what they wanted to do and they're doing it. And that's true. Those people are out here and they're going to be out here and we should support them, especially if those people are in your life. But there are also people who just are out here trying to figure it out. Just like you and me, they're out here trying to figure it out. They're out here trying to get enough money to actually do all of the things because it's easy to be miserable when you're working all day and all week and you still have more month than you do money. Like, that's not the move for anybody. And I get it, it's hard. Like, we don't, regardless of what these gurus or whatever be saying, we don't all have the same resources. We don't all have the same 24 hours. Even if we have the same 24 hours, we don't have the same abilities within them. And I'm not even going to argue with nobody on that. Argue with your mama because I said what I said. Um, I'm sorry. That was like low-key, ranty, and a tangent. And I'm trying to like reel it back in so I can wrap this thing up. Um, We want something sustainable. I get that. But I am learning that often what you actually have to sustain is a mindset and not a situation. And what I mean by that is, you know, to the people who have businesses, I get it. Your job is to scale, to build things, to where systems can run without you present. I I get all of that. Super valuable. But what I'm saying about sustainability, about what you actually have to sustain is a mindset is... For those of us who are going to navigate through a bunch of different situations, your mindset is going to be the thing that powers you through because so many of these circumstances are going to be different. You are going to show up to so many of them with a different, you know, in a different capacity. So I just, you know, that's, I guess... My little soapbox, my word to the wise. I am still navigating a lot of this. I still am working on some things and through some things, but I just wanted to provide that like sobering reality that like everybody's not just out here making six figures building a brand. and There are people who are, and I salute those people, but I just need you to know that you are not a failure. If that is not you in life right now, you're also not a failure if you don't want that to be you in life. Not just right now, but even in the future. I think that there are still ways that you can be a great steward over your position, over your finances, over your community, your life outside of work, and, you know, That's just that on that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If any of this resonated with you, I ask that you subscribe, rate, review, and even share this episode. Remember, if what you're wearing doesn't seem to fit anymore, You can always take it off. Until next time.